Once again, I would like to sort of um, cover the basis by uh, not suggesting that uh, ideas that we're going to try to share apply to any and all situations. They're not intended to be the actual solution for any situation, just uh, as an idea that could be hopefully used by the very capable members of the audience or any audience. Um, And there may be some situations that are of a much higher end nature, shall we say, much greater challenge, um, which I'm hoping to share something at the end. But the beginning part will try to be uh, hopefully helpful for, shall we say, easier challenges of life, not that any are easy, but the more um, sort of manageable level where we would wish, I think we all wish, that we could find a way how to face the situations that are challenging to us in, in our midos, in our uh, mitzvah observance, especially the areas that Gemara uh, says are uh, very powerful pulls on a person. Gezel Varayas, the person has a powerful desire for there could be other life situations that challenge us in Midos, not to respond in the wrong kind of way when we are challenged significantly, not to engage in behavior that there's strong pull towards, strong temptation for, strong pressure for. And I think that, uh, for the most part, um, at least speaking from my own experience, uh, we, we, have, we find it very difficult to avoid, to be very simplistic, to avoid wrongdoing in a way that we can feel good about it. Because, after all, if we succumb to the temptation, so then we are sinning and we feel very bad about ourselves. And if we don't succumb, so what great accomplishment is there? What is there to feel good about? I didn't do bad, I didn't lower myself, I didn't embarrass myself. I didn't give in to anger, so I didn't act in an out-of-control fashion. I didn't give in to taiva, so I lost out on the pleasure. And what do I have to show for it? It's really hard to identify and hard to really be happy about the whole situation. I really wish I wouldn't have this all together. It's just a big annoyance. Of course, we have betachen, we trust Hashem, we know he knows what he's doing, but it's not easy to find a way to sort of be embracing it and be engaged in it in a positive way in the avoidance, shall we say, of something that is lowly or dam- spiritually damaging. And even once, once we find out that the overcoming temptation is considered a very great mitzvah. Like Rashi says in Masech Kedushin, 
This is the greatest mitzvah. So we know intellectually it's considered a great mitzvah to overcome our temptation. But we don't really know so well, we can't really relate so well what it's really all about. Is it just a matter of being subservient to the commands of Hashem? Ben Yenin brings it's the mitzvah of Yerushalayim. So, how can we really understand that on our level? To say, okay, we want to be certainly not transgressing Hashem's commands, but it's hard to relate to it in a personal way. So, it seems like it's just a matter of self-control, obedience. Not, not violating Hashem's commands, not doing harm to ourselves. We're, we're primarily in a state of some kind of conflict, like one part of us wants it, the, 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 the other part has to resist it. It's considered we're greatly credited if we do succeed in resisting, but it's hard to find a way to be like really okay with it, so to speak or even to embrace it, even to appreciate it. I don't know if we can go so far as to say to want it, but the truth is, if the Gemara is saying, this is the greatest means of spiritual elevation, then we should be happy with it. And that seems uh, quite, quite difficult. How could, how, what what mindset could we find? What view could we find that could enable us to be really glad to be using this very powerful tool for growth of being faced with some temptation, some challenge, whether in Naveris, whether in Midas, whatever aspect of life it might be, and be able to look at it and say, oh, this is being given to me to use it. And I understand a little bit of how I can use it and how it's working for me. So I think if we really would think into it a little bit, we would discover that maybe there's something really push it here. And there may be good, good source material. I would like to explore a couple of examples not necessarily to be the, like I say, the solution to the problem, but just as a way of giving us like some kind of a, of a sample of a mindset. But b- before we get to any specifics just plain simply in facing any situation of a negative behavior, a negative midah, the chora it's, it's quite reasonable to, to, to assume that if a person is so created with the capacity for both extremes, the highest level good and the lowest level, level negative, that by definition one is always mirroring the other. Let's take the simplest case. A person is tempted to, to, to something that's dishonest. Well, by definition, resisting the temptation to something that's dishonest is 
gaining the value of honesty. He's declaring to himself, dishonesty, theft, falsehood is improper, is wrong, is lowly, is damaging. Rather, I want to be a person of honesty, of integrity, of loyalty, of truth. So it's clearly mirroring the opposite side. I happened to come across, based on the shmuz of the Shiva's Chalam Bracha, that I was reviewing some of my notes, the Gurarye uh, in the beginning of Parashas Kedoshim, where Rashi says, uh, that's wherever you find the avoidance and the protection against Arias, we find Kedusha. And the morale over there explains that. The, the Indian of, of Kedusha is precious from the physical matters, from the, the more physical, animal-like aspect of a person. A person is comprised of two elements. There's the Seichel, the Ruchni, and then there's the, that's the spiritual, and there's the physical, the Gashmi, that is of the lowly nature. So the Mu'al says that's the most powerful drive in a person that comes from the physical part is the drive of, of, of erva, drive of taiva. I don't mean to suggest that that's all that's at play in that area of temptation. Uh, as far as we could seem to sense much more complex than that. But just working with this for the, for the moment, just for the taking that basic idea, which is definitely also unquestionably true, says so that Maral, this is the most powerful physical drive. Therefore, the avoidance of that, the resistance of that, will be the most powerful means of acquiring the opposite quality, of the, defining the person as a spiritual being, as one who is able to resist the physical pull. So, to that, it's a whole different understanding. It's not simply that if I, if I give in to the temptation, I have lowered myself, I've damaged myself. And if I don't, okay, it says no harm done, but what's been accomplished? Well, on the contrary, the, the very nature of the temptation being of the strongest, most powerful, most de- physically defining nature is what makes that its resistance it's the most powerful, spiritually defining nature. This is what's infusing me with the maximum spirituality when I am avoiding the temptation of somebody that's of the maximum physicality. That seems to be the words of the Maharal. Yes, go right ahead. Leaving the spirituality out of it for your own sake, because we know how much you hate spirituality. Um, what are you saying different? That What is the difference between... Any given, um, any given nisayon that we have in midos rows, that that the Chazal tell us that every time we we succumb to this nisayon, it'll become easier next time. Every time you right. hold back, exactly. So what are you saying different than that? Except for you throwing in the spirituality part. Because uh, you know, until I saw this, I don't know why, but I don't think that I. Um, had the clarity, which I think could have been there, speaking for myself personally, 
to recognize that it's a direct positive achievement. Sometimes it could be very subtle. Not every temptation is the most powerful, you know, severe nature that its resistance will be life-altering. There could be more low-level ones. But I didn't think in terms of that the resistance of the temptation is itself a positive acquisition of that, of what, what is opposite of it. It's like a device. This is like a, a means. It's, it, it could, I, I always thought of it only as that, like a more general nature. Okay, it's the mitzvah, it's the command, it's the Hashem. It has to do with, with the general spiritual welfare of a person. Here the morale is saying it's direct cause and effect. This thing is the most powerful physical pull. Therefore, its resistance will be of a uniquely powerful, spiritual, elevating accomplishment. It will be giving me the attachment to Kedusha in a uniquely great way because it is opposing the most powerful physical. So it's almost like... I didn't hear it. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me let me let me give a muscle for it. If I'm tempted to a low level um, white lie that isn't obviously the worst kind of sheker, and I and I don't give in to that, so I have I have um, given myself some measure of honesty. But if I'm tempted to the worst, most devious, most powerfully uh, 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 false behavior or activity, or speech, then, and I resist that, then I'm going against that which is the Sheker incarnate. So then, I am giving myself the maximum degree of emes. And by definition, the stronger the pull towards that undesirable quality, or midah, or aspect of the person, is going to give the person the highest degree of the opposite, of the commensurate opposite, good spiritual quality. The greater the temptation to speak to Mashnahara, the greater will be the Kenyan of the covered and obviously royal that I will be accomplishing by not engaging in. So, this is something that I didn't think in those terms until I saw the morale. And I don't know, I don't mean to say that it's, it's only this aspect that we could utilize. Just the mere awareness that in every aspect of something negative, there is contained, there couldn't be found, it may not be always so easy to find it. Sometimes you need a little, you know, analysis to discover, but hopefully, in many cases at least, we'll be able to discover that in my not succumbing to the powerful temptation, need, lower pull that's within a person, I am, by definition, uh, uplifting and advocating for in myself and engaging in and acquiring thereby the positive quality that is the, the flip side of the negative. So then I could, in, in a certain way, like be much more okay Again, I'm not referring to like extremely, overwhelmingly difficult challenges that has its own place, that needs its own discussion, its own study. I'm not prepared for that. I mean to say the things that 
be faced more on a daily basis that are basically manageable, but essentially bothersome. I remember myself like feeling very powerfully, very annoyed by having to face the temptation. You know the story about the Chavetz Chaim. He was in an inn, the waitress was not dressed properly. He turned to son-in-law of Hirsch and he said, what do they think we're malachim? There was a, like a, yeah, like a expression of like displeasure of, of not being respected for their spiritual, proper, valid spiritual needs to like be so disrespectful of us, to not to care, to bring us to temptation. So, not that we know what's going on in the Chavitz Chaim statement, but just like as a as like a, as a as a sample, you know, like. By us, it's a thousand times, you know, magnified. Do we have to be going through this, this annoyance over and over and over again when that's what is happening and we can't avoid it? And hopefully an answer could be, if I could utilize this the right way, if I could find the way to be successful, even though it's, it takes work and it is not easy, but it is a method for me to be acquiring the peak of that flip side good midah. This will be the most powerful means of my acquiring kedusha by not giving in to the temptation of the, the pull of Arias. And I think the Avolbe gives us a, an idea. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Was, was that helpful at all so far? Did I respond to the question? Nope. I mean, maybe you did. I didn't understand, or I didn't hear a response. So until now, we knew. Directly addressed we, it. We, we knew, on, in a general nature, Avera Gerus Avera. If I give in to the Eitzahara, I'm becoming more prone to give in to the Eitzahara. It'll cause me to spiral downwards. Not a good idea. I'm, I'm going to damage myself. I didn't think about it in terms of that. This situation of the Eitzahara tempting me is a golden opportunity. Now, that's getting a little extreme because we, of course, we dive in not to be tempted. We don't feel secure ever that we're going to be able to be successful. You know, that's that whole, that whole other uh, concept. But just, you know, putting that aside for the moment, we can look at it like it's a golden opportunity for me to acquire MS for me to be to be acquiring kedusha for me to be acquiring savlonis as hopefully we'll see a little bit for me to be acquiring avas yisrael covered for yisrael for me to be acquiring the good midah that is the opposite end of the negative midah or behavior that is being um, sort of pushed to me and I can. Certainly, certainly, if I could even avoid it altogether, that's the best to protect myself. We find in the in the Rebbein Yonah, the, the Gedarim of Chazal is, is, is like the peak achievement of Yerushalayim. I don't want to even be close to temptation. That's certainly helping a person in a major way. But where I can't avoid it, and there's the things that go on that I can't avoid, I, shouldn't, I don't have to relate to it as like... like this is bothersome to me. This is putting me into conflict. This is this is constantly troubling me and, and, and paining me and 
making me in, in self self war with myself. No, this is the method. It's not just that I have bitachin Hashem, that this is good for me, which I should have, which I need to have, of course. But I can even understand a little bit that this is working. This I'm, I could use it. I could relate to it as, oh, Hashem knows that I still need to work on my sublimness. I still need to work on my humility. I still need to work on my avasistra. I still need to work on my kedusha. Here's another chance. Here's another chance. So I could, I could look at it as the vehicle for positive. Everything can be positive. We want positive Yiddishkeit all across the board. Even in the place of strong temptation, it's like, oh, this is the clee to be kind of Kedusha. This is the clee to be kind of Midesh Teifas. The person that's getting under my skin that I could just barely hold back from telling you what I would want to tell them. No, I'm saving it. Avolbi writes, every person that's in my life that I have a relationship with, I'm in a position of carrying him like I'm carrying a burden that no one else could carry. They need me as a friend. They need me as their parent. They need me as their spouse. They need me as their Rebbe. They need me as their Talmud. They need me to be in a relationship with them. And, and engaging that relationship is in some form accepting to carry them. It's a fantastic concept. Not a simple one. We're not used to thinking in these terms. Okay, when it comes to marriage, we know that there are vobin in the in the Madrikla uh, Chasanim. He brings that the foundation is what So there we know the concept, but we we never heard it regarding all relationships in life. That we are in in a sense, in a very significant sense, accepting to be bearing the relationship, which means bearing the person and everything that they bring to it. And to lose it, so to speak, on them, is at least at that moment throwing off that burden and rejecting that responsibility and that acceptance that I already have accepted, that I need to be accepting, and that they need also to be accepting towards me. I can only do my part, I can't control anybody else's. But that koach of being able to bear what that person brings, even though there could be some things that are quite difficult, is a tremendous midotiva of savlonis. Not just, okay, I'm not doing bad, I'm not hurting anybody, I'm not losing control. No, I am a giboyer. I am bearing, I am carrying a great burden that is of great benefit to somebody to do that itself, of remain in the relationship with them, with all that they bring to it that is difficult for us, and not throw it off as much as we can. Doesn't mean he says clearly. Does not mean that I just give in on everything. There's in, there's a way to communicate. I have to let my needs be known. Of course, there's a way how to achieve this. I hope that's you know also for another session. But um, essentially, that to know there is a very fundamental, critical for life quality of savlonis that is being accomplished, that is being acquired through that bearing the other person even when it's difficult and not rejecting them 
by losing Rabbi, on them. Yes. Rabbi, can I interrupt? Can I interrupt to ask you something? Absolutely. Um, Please do. First of all, um, it's an amazing accomplishment if we can accomplish this, and I appreciate uh, your encouragement because it sometimes can be very difficult. It's any nisayon is it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Why do I have to do it? Because I have to. Yeah, um, I, 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 never, I never knew this concept before. I, maybe I should have. I never knew this concept. I'm hoping that it could be very helpful. Right, but um, one thing that was um, I was wondering about when you were first saying it over is, does it depend on the way that you um, overcome the challenge? Like, for example, if the way we overcome a challenge in the area of taiva is... I want to, I want to, I want to, but I can't. Like, oh man, it stinks that I can't, but I guess I can't. So are we really accomplishing the opposite by doing that? Are we developing Amida Kedusha by doing that? Because the way that you were mentioning it later, it sounded like you were highlighting, let's say when it comes to Savlanas, if we have a hard time dealing with um, a situation in our life, someone's involved in our lives that's causing us uh, to be uncomfortable, to be upset. But if we then recognize that, hey, by trying to appreciate him, by trying to respect him, by trying to be nice to him and doing our best, I'm accomplishing a great thing. I'm being nice to someone that it's not so easy to be nice to. So if that's my focus, then... It sounds like you're at, like in that scenario, you're adding something positive. You're not just adding, hey, I'm not yelling at him. What I'm adding is I'm respecting him. I'm caring about him. I'm trying to not hurt his feelings, even though it's difficult for me. So you're focusing on a very specific positive aspect of it. You're not just focusing on, hey, I'm not yelling. What I'm doing is I'm respecting him. I'm showing him love, care, concern appreciation, even though it's difficult. So to me, it sounds like that's very, very helpful in this process. Like, do you think Maral would say it even without that, just by not yelling at him? Am I accomplishing the opposite? Or is it only if I'm not yelling at him because I have a mindset of respect and care and concern and appreciation so then I'm developing the positive that's the opposite of it, as opposed to just, I guess it's a somewhat less of an accomplishment by just not yelling. Um, I, not hear, I, hear that, I hear that question. I think that's a very valid question. I'm not sure. Um, there's no doubt that the more that I'm aware and focused on the positive development, the more effective it will be. Of course, if if the if the if the um, refraining is like resented, and it's just like forcing myself, especially if it's like essentially for not much more reasons, so then of course it's going to be much less. At least, of course, I won't be engaging in the negative. But it's hard to see then where it's like experienced purely as just my forcing myself. How it has that quality, but I don't know if we. In, could know enough to say it doesn't have it at all. Um, I'm, you know, hoping that even when it comes to the Indian of 
resisting taiva, that's what's what's largely at play is that we sort of find ourselves caught in the situation without being aware of the large picture. If we could see the big picture, we could see, oh, Abish has a plan. He wants us to come close to him. One of the midas that we need to acquire to come close to Hashem is called Kedusha, which is innately going away from Gashmi into the world of Ruchni. There could be other aspects. You know, the Maral talks about Mamis Atzimoy al is to reduce the Gashmi to the Roy for Taira because it's Kula Ruchni. There are many ways, but the most powerful one is when faced with the challenge of the taiva of Arias, that is the most powerful physical taiva in a person. We need it for the key. I mean, it has its place, it needs to be used for mitzvah, but it has its most 